The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. How's everybody doing? I want to welcome you in to a very, very... Listen, man, I'm excited. This is a whole different type of NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins uh, episode we have here. This is uh, one of my favorite... Forget players. He was one of my, listen, I'll, I'll give it a little bit. He was one of my favorite players growing up, but one of my favorite people, one of my favorite mentors um, in my life. And I had the privilege of not just watching this brother play, but getting a chance to be coached by him. And now a little bit of a spoiler for those who may know, I work with him over with the Rockets and AT&T uh, sports, man. Um, he was the 160th pick. Yes, we got a cool yeah, yeah. one today. The hundred, you're hearing this correctly. The hundred and sixtieth pick in the 1985 draft. My man, the kiss of death, none other man, Super Mario Ellie. Ellie, Mario, what is going on, brother? Talk to me, man. OG, oh, it is a it is a privilege for you coming on and blessing NBA rookie life. Thank you for having me. It's a great time of year, Ryan. The NBA playoffs is off to a great start. Yes. The playing's been amazing. Looking forward to just kicking my feet up, cooking my popcorn and watching games all day, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> you know me and you're basketball junkies and thank you for the great introduction. And of course, man, you have great history. It's crazy how you said it. You know, I played, I coached you and now we work together. So we got a special bond, man. Yeah, Rio. And before, before we get into, I normally don't do this. I want to give you your flowers, man, because, um, I think you have one of the cooler rookie stories. And sometimes we've had first pick in the drafts on lottery picks you're the first guy, and now I want you to break down. We'll dive into it as we get your rookie uh, experience. Back then, there were rounds of players drafted. So, yes, you heard it right. I didn't. That wasn't a mistake, the 160th pick, and we're going to dive into that. But when I watched that, and I know the way the NBA is played now versus then, you brothers put on so that we can be what we are now. 
And a guy like you had to persevere through many trials and moments to be successful, be an NBA champ one day. So we're going to dive into that. But I got to give you your flowers. But I think you can see it, Rio, even as, as a coach every day. You came with the right attitude. You pushed us. You were always even kill, always with it. And we still see, see that uh, that same mentality. But Rio, let's, let's, let's dive into it. Coming into the NBA draft, what was that day like for you? What were the expectations coming out of college? How did you view things? Was was the NBA dream? Was it just, hey, man, it's either work here or go get a nine to five? What was your situation, uh, 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 young? What real? What were you, what were you 20, 21 years old at the time, man? Talk to me about a young Mario Ellie going into the draft. Where were you in your career? And what were the expectations? And where was the NBA at that time? Uh, my expectations were very high. Uh, I was one of the top players coming out of New York City out of high school. Uh, wow. I was a kid. You know, I was a knucklehead. Who the, who are the other guys in your class, by the way? Like Chris Mullen, Ed Pickney, uh, Jerry Ooh. Reynolds, LSU, went, got drafted. Milwaukee, me and him got drafted together in the Bucks. He was our first pick. I was our seventh pick with the Bucks. So it was a lot of good players when I was coming up, Ryan, in New York City. Every high school player had a major Division One player on the squad. North Carolina wow. State, Connecticut, Syracuse, Boston College. You know, St. John's was big back then. You know, Mullen, huh. Walter Berry, Willie Glass, Mark Jackson, that era. Then you had Kenny Smith in Queens, uh, Malloy going to North Carolina. So it was, it was a lot of heat coming out of New York City. And I was one of those guys. But I ended up going to a Division Two school. Because I didn't take care of my books. So I always tell these young kids, make sure you take care of your books. You know what I'm saying? So essentially, when you went D2, did you just, what was the mind? Were you discouraged? Was it like, you know, and I'm making it to the league no matter what? Like, like was that a hit? Like, you know, was that a, like that? Was that your first kind of reality check? And I know real people don't know this. I, I, like, as a coach, You'll take a guy who's a little, and I've seen this, a little hard around the edges, and you'll embrace those guys. You, the guys who kind of get written off, and I'll admit, you know, I was a little, when you coached me, I was a little wild, Rio. I was a little, I wasn't the, the, the polished brother that I am today. You know, I'm still working, but you always embraced us. You always kept it real. Talk to me uh, about a young Mario Elias, and that's why, as in your coaching style, and essentially the way you broadcast it today, you kind of have an affection for those guys. Or you're, you know, you're, you're very honest. Yeah, Ryan, because I, I know how hard the, the road is, was for me. So uh, the, I love everything about the game. And uh, and you read my story, Portugal, Ireland, you know, Oof. that's why I play with the edge. You know, guys, that's why load management bothers me. I, I tried to play every night, you know, hard as I can, because I'm like at 27, Ryan, I didn't I didn't get to the league till I was 27 years old. Wow. My mom, God bless her soul, Ryan. I remember sitting in my house in New York at 27 and in the CBA and then and questioning, am I doing the right thing for going to NBA? My mom said, you know what, son? Follow your dreams. And you know what, mm -hmm. Ryan? Everything happened for me that year. Got called up by Philly. We're going to talk about that. Then when I got to the Warriors, we're going to talk about that story, too. And that's when my NBA journey really started. Well, okay, well, let's rewind. Let's go to draft day. You talk about getting drafted by the Milwaukee Bucks. Walk me through that day. 
Who was with you? Was it you and Mom Dukes? You you and the fam? Or were you at the crib? Where was the NBA draft at that time? Because I'm amazed, you know, I'm so young. All I know is the draft being in, in New York and, and two rounds of NBA basketball. So I'm just here. Where was your draft? Where were you? Who was with you? Um, did you have an agent at the time? Walk me through that day, the details of your draft day, man. Let, let, let's, let's, let's be a fly on the wall of what was going on, man. And how old, how old were you? Were you 21, Rio? Yeah, I was 21. And, and it was funny. I really had no expectations, right? And I know I had a great year. I was a three-time All-American at my school. Ooh. I was one of the top players. Uh, Jerome Kersey, Manu Bow, Scottie Pippen, Charles Oakley. Those were the kind of guys Ooh. that were in my class. And you and you see what they are Golly. today, great, great players. <laughs> but – I didn't have no expectations, Ryan. Me being from a small school, I was in the park in New York with my buddies. And then my mom came to the park and said, honey, honey. I'm like, what, mom? She said, you got drafted 160. Stop it, I'm bro. Like, what? Hold on, real. Hold on, real. No, you didn't have a draft party. You were hooping or just chilling at the park, dog? I was chilling There's at no the way, park real. with the boys, yo. I was just <laughs> with them, yo. Moms pull up on your boy and be like, yo, you got drafted. You know, I'm like 160. I'm like, how many players were in the draft? She said 162. I'm like, man, I was second to last draft. So it was crazy, right? And I was a kid from New York, right? Never really traveled. So, you know, I get right, a, right. You know, I get a first-class ticket to Milwaukee for, like, summer camp. And I got a hotel. I get my little Milwaukee bug gear. You know, I'm amped up, you know, before yeah, 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 training camp. Yeah. But like I tell you, when I get to when I get to summer camp, I'm like, I'm the second shortest guy. Here. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> and Don Nelson said, he's a point guard, and you're a point guard. I'm like, Lord have mercy. So it, it was crazy. So when you played in college, you didn't have the ball handling responsibilities. You were a catch and finish guy. You were go get it off the boards, go play some, you know, you probably guarding every whoever the best player was. If he big, you got him. If he's small, you got him. And then you know, talk to me about the guys in Milwaukee, that training camp. You talked about being the shortest guy on the, on the team. You know, what what was that, you know? It, it was the craziest experience I ever had in hooping in my life because I never really played with guys at that level, all that collective group, young guys. There were some veterans there who were nasty. He didn't want to talk to me. They elbowed me, right? They knew I was trying to get they spot. Call, call them out. Who was it, man? Come on, Rio. Uh, well, it, it was Paul something. He went to uh, – he was a California dude. He was a small forward. I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember his last name. But like I told you, I got drafted with my boy Jerry Reynolds. He was a 6'9 point guard out of LSU, so I had to go Ooh. against him. He knew how to handle the ball and all that. And me, I like you said, right? I ain't know how to handle the ball. I'm like out there fumbling the rock. Don Nelson is yelling at me, cussing me out. I'm like, man, it, it was probably the roughest, hardest time hooping in my life, boy. And after the end of the day, Ryan, we were going two, three hour practices. My legs were shaking. I, I didn't wow. know how I was going to make it the next day through another tour day. So I had, I was in the pool all night, Ryan, getting the soreness out my leg. Uh, at the end of that camp, when Don Nelson told me I was cut, I was so happy because I know I had a lot of work to do out there. I'm like, I said, I got so much work. I got work on my body, my ball handling, mm. you know, my shooting. So that was a very eye-opening experience for me. And, and let, I got to throw this in and ask too, Rio. So your legs are shaking. Were the guys on the team doing the same thing you were doing, or was there any – at this time, were, were there any guys, was literally everybody trying to make the team 
it sounds like everybody got it in. Everybody got it in, Ryan. I'm the only dude out there. Because, you know, me going to a small school, Ryan, Division Two, I really didn't know how to prepare for a camp. Like a mm. Division One guy, these guys were in shape. I'm like, why are these guys such a good shape? But they prepared. <laughs> I'm in the park just playing with my boys, and I'm like, I'm just going to go out there and hoop. That's what I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. right. I'm just going. For real, for it real. It wasn't like that. <laughs> it was a lot more organized. Three-man weave, one-on-one, two-on-two, physical, five-on-five. And, you know, after the morning session, you go lay down, eat, man, your phone ringing for the wake-up call for the second session, man. You're like, man, already? Two a you know how the two-a-days were back in the day. They weren't playing. So the days went quick. The sessions were long. They were very physical. And they were uh, just some good, tough players. And I knew I needed a lot of work. I said, I'm not ready for this level yet. Why go overseas? Why Why not? You know, I'm, 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 I'm being, you know, just talk. Why not hang it up? Why not, you know, like... Well, and, and from the the guy in high school who's confident, did his thing. D two, it has to be a it had to be a shot to the ego or a big wake up call. Well, I go overseas, and what did that do for you? Was it you know for, for the young brothers now, for my my class of guys, it would have been almost embarrassing, like a letdown, a failure. Why go overseas? Why not you know was 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 hoop the only option for a young twenty one year old Mario Elliott? Like man, I'm about to go get a job. I'm like you know what, I'm hooping. I'm gonna ride this thing out. What where was your mindset, and and why do it? I said, I'm going to hoop it and ride this out. You know, I got a little taste of the NBA. I'm like, man, sure. you know, I got once I got that taste where I'm like, okay, I think <laughs> I can do this, but I need to work on some things, you know. So mm. I got looked at, you know, I was playing, you know, in the league, and I got looked at by an Ireland team. And they're like, man, you know, I had a good game that day. They asked me, hey, would you like to come over to Dublin and play over here? We'll pay you for your rent. I'm like, man, I can get to travel, see the world. You know, be, me being from New York, Ryan, growing up around like a lot of white, brown, Spanish. I grew up in like a real international neighborhood. So me going over and I went to school with a lot of Irish. Mullen, you know, Chris Mullen was Word. Irish. We played really? Irish I didn't know Mully was Irish. Yeah, Mully's Irish from Brooklyn, dog. So they asked me to go overseas. I'm like, hey, I can go overseas, hoop, work on my game. You know, and I had and I had a buddy already playing over there. He said, Maris, nice over here. So Word. went over there in Ireland, had a great time over there. Ryan uh, scored a lot of points, got to work on my game. And, you know, then decided to go to different countries after that until I felt I was ready to try for the league again. Hey, let me ask, man. Did, 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 so it was a young 20, 21, 22. The, the real, did you have dumb bounce back in the day? What, what, was, what was the thing? We know you could shoot. Could you shoot then or was just everything was dunked? What, what was your game at that time? Dude, I was a bucket get around the basket, Ryan. I was dunking on cats on a regular, dog. I'm going to the cup, rolling, dunking on cats. I was a baby bull back then. But when I, yeah, when, yeah, I yeah. when I went to that Milwaukee training camp, I said I needed to work on some other things. So it's when I got to Portugal. I played in Portugal for two years. I really enjoyed it over there. I really felt that I, you know, got my jumper together. You know, I was sort of a, a wing slash two guard out there. There wasn't too many yeah. two guards. You know, overseas, they always want big guys. They never really had Facts. guards over there. They want guys like you, 6'9", 6'10", because they already got little guys. So I was one of the rarity guys, guards out there, but I was killing, Ryan. I was dominant out there. You know, me and my guy was dominant out there. So I really enjoyed out there. I really developed out there because those guys, they're in the gym twice a day. 
That's why guys mm. look like Luka and Jokic are ready. Because the Europeans, man, they stay in the gym all the time. Yes. They working on their craft all the time. It's funny you do say that, Rio. My last year I played in Spain and Italy, and I felt like my game got better. I yeah. felt like you you almost get pressed in a sense, and the NBA is just like, well, just roll and dunk. And then I got a 6'9 guy guarding me. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna pull out these post moves I had. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my left hand. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make sure I'm more of a complete basketball player. So let's fast forward now. It's interesting. I love that your mindset. I want the kids at home, if they listen and they hear that, man. Marielli went there, was real with himself, developed, and got better uh in those moments. Okay, guys, stay tuned, man. Uh this is an unbelievable story coming up. Charles Barkley, you're not gonna believe. What he did with Mario Ali and the type of player was Charles Barkley at the time. Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Check us soon on NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Rio, talk to me about your rookie year. Let's go. So now you're a 27-year-old rookie, Mom Dukes. You know, kind of supports you. What was that mindset? And, and again, I'm going to re recap this. Why do the NBA and talk to me about that first experience? And how did you... Cats don't get back into the league, Rio, at 27. How did you get back into the league? People don't know. The hardest thing first is to get drafted. And even harder than being drafted or getting there is getting back. How did you do this? I, I, I had a vision. I, I believed in my ability. And like you mentioned, Ryan, mom gave me that extra boost and the, it all oh, happened for me that 27-year-old year. 
Albany Patroons, head coach George Carr, assistant coach Terry Stotts. I had two NBA head uh. coaches coaching me in the CBA. So it was a blessing when George Carr and Terry Stotts came into my life. Those guys saw something in me and it happened. And I went to Philly. Philly was my first call up. Super excited playing with Charles Barkley. I remember seeing that number eight jersey, Ryan, walking in that Phoenix locker room. I met them guys <laughs> on the road, Ryan. I'm like, look at that joint. That joint's so on it, you know. So everything is going through my mind. The the nights in the park in New York, tournaments, Argentina, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all that work that I put in and just seeing that jersey. I remember us losing that night to KJ and Tom Chambers. But the one thing I remember about that night, Ryan, was how good Charles Barkley was. Charles Barkley at 45, he was killing Tom <laughs> Chambers all night. And um, <laughs> I end up, you know, I went to L.A. They were on the West Coast road trip. So I went to L.A., Seattle, got to play a little bit because we were getting our butts kicked. And yeah, I remember yeah, going yeah. to Utah. Jimmy Lynham, the head coach of the Sixers, said, Mario, man, you, you've been looking good. I'm going to play you that night. And they end up making a trade the night before the game, Ryan. So I had to cut me. So I went back to the CBA, was there for a month, then got called up by the Golden State Warriors. And the rest is history. Ran to run TMC. I got to rewind real quick before we, before we talk Warriors. I need your first impressions. The first time you met Charles Barkley. Barkley rumbling and stuffing that ball over the helpless defense of Steve Kerr. I need a story. I need that first, like, yo, this dude different, right? I knew who Sir Charles was. This dude different up and close. What was he like in the locker room? Give me that first. Did he did he acknowledge dude, you? Dude, 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 I got the craziest story for you. My first, I go to Philly. I told you I get the first call up from the Sixers. So I go meet Gene Shue in Philadelphia. He said, Mario, the Sixers are on a, a West Coast trip. So they're in Phoenix right now. So I'm going to give you a ticket. You're going to go to Atlanta, the Atlanta to Phoenix. So you're going to meet the team in Phoenix. <laughs> so, yo, yo, I'm so hyped, right? I'm like, yo, first class ticket to my first first class ticket. I'm like, yo, I'm living right now. Fly to Atlanta. My connected flight from Phoenix. It's foggy in Atlanta, Ryan. I can't get out. I'm like panicking, yo. I'm like, yo, what's going on? My first NBA game. I can't even get to Phoenix. So, yo, I called. They give me the information where the hotel we stayed at, right? So, yo, God is my witness. I called the hotel. And guess who answers the phone? It's freaking Charles Barkley. What? I'm like, who is this? Yo, I swear on my mom. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo is this Charles Barkley? Say, yeah, this Charles Barkley. Who this? Charles, this is Mario Ellie, man. I just got called up on a 10-day with y'all. I got fired in in Phoenix, you know, tell coach. He said, Mario, welcome to the team, man. No problem. I'm going to tell coach you be in the ball. Yo, Ryan, as God is my witness. So you know how crazy Charles is? He's just yeah, the yeah, funniest yeah. dude. He'll take the media, you know, media out, everybody out to dinner. This dude answers the phone at the hotel, yo. And that's the, that's, that's the first meeting I had at Charles Barkley. And then I meet, I, I finally get into Phoenix the next morning. <laughs> I said, Charles, what you doing? Answer the phone. He said, don't worry about that. Welcome to the team. Yo, the best human being you would ever want to be around is Charles Barkley. Yo, 
That was my first impression, dog. That was crazy. So let me recap this. You're calling the actual business line of the hotel. The hey, front, I'm stuck. The I'm dog, yeah. Chuck, you know, Chuck was like that. He'll go in the back, answer phones, do all kind of crazy stuff. He was the best teammate, right? Every time you go out with Charles, he pick up the bill. He would always invite me out to eat, even though, you know, I wasn't really part of the team. I was only on the 10th for day. Sure. Bam, for let's sure. Go out there. He, he took care of me like I was on the squad for like 10 years. I, and, and the things people say about Charles is, is absolutely wrong. That dude is a first-class human being. Wow. That's gold. And, and I think that the, this generation, I think people misconstrue. Chuck is Chuck. Chuck is him. You know, and the same thing with you. You know, when I would do stuff over at TNT or go in and NBA TV, I'm one of the little guys. I'm in the corner trying to write my notes. Chuck would always come up. Hey, Ron, how you doing? I remember you. I know you, you know, like yeah. these, that type of guys. So y- you're right there. Okay. Wow. That's gold, Mario Real. That's gold, Real. Let's get now on to now your real rookie year where you had a chance. You had an opportunity. You get to Golden State. You're the guy. You had a 10-day cup of tea there. You know, you're still 27 trying to establish yourself. You're a grown man, but all this is new to you. How did you ingratiate yourself into that system, and how did it play out where, you know, you ended up being the Marielli that we know? Talk to me about this this real rookie, uh, not rookie, rookie opportunity you're finally getting. This is, I mean, I should write a book because I get called out by Golden State. We're playing the Denver Nuggets that night, and uh, I think Marshallonis got hurt. So I get called Ooh. up. Don, I'm, we at the Ritz called. Don, I'm in Don Nelson's room. He said, okay, Mario. I'm going to give you 25, 30 minutes tonight, and you better show me what you can do. All right? Shut I'm going to leave it at Shut that. Shut up. Hold on. That's what he said. The same Don Nelson that caught you in Milwaukee says, you're going to get 25. Yeah, that's crazy, right? <laughs> it's circled back around. He's in with the Warriors now. So we're playing the Nuggets, and uh, I get I get my 25, 30 minutes. I, play, I remember Reggie Williams from Georgetown. Those yep. were the Nuggets. I don't remember who else was on the squad. But I just remember we lost, but I had 14 and 11 that night. Oh. We, get to, we get, Oh, exactly, yo. You know, I'm, oh. I'm hyped. I'm hyped up, Rhino. I'm hyped up. As soon as we touch down in Golden State, Don Nelson's like, yo, I'm going to sign you to this year and next year. And that's how my NBA career started, off that one-night endeavor. The coach said he could – Don Nelson had big boy power like that? Yes, he did. He's like, yo, I'm signing you for the rest of the year and next year. I'm like, what? Yo, I was so amped. And then went on and played a major role. Uh, I, uh, we went to the second round that year. We beat San Antonio on the first round. They were the second seed, David Robinson, Sean Elliott, Terry Cummins, Rod Strickland, Willie Anderson, hmm. good squad. But we lost to the Lakers in the second round. We lost to Magic, Worthy, Perkins. I think uh, Jordan didn't beat them that year. But I remember, Ryan, my first game in the farm, I had 21. Second game, I hit the game mm. with the free throws to beat the Lakers. Mm. But the Lakers went on and smoked us 4-1 in that series. But <laughs> I had a great playoffs, and you know that was my emergence, man. Being in the L.A. farm, man, performing at a high level at the L.A. farm against Magic and Worthy, man, crazy. It was crazy. 
Now, Rio, this is, you know, you were a little more of an intriguing situation. And I think obviously that first training camp, you got that welcome to the NBA moment. But even as a 27-year-old rookie, um, I, I had guys bust me up that I didn't think could bust me up. Othella Harrington, I'm going to Othella Harrington took me on the block after practice and wore me out. And I'm like, oh, I, I got him. I, I'm, I'm better than Oh, that, that's my OG to this day. Wore me out. Was there a moment in your, you know, that true rookie season? We're not even going to count that training camp. Were you like, yo, this different. Some of these dudes different, yo. Was it was it a, a checking MJ for the first time? Was it an off-brand brother that just gave you the business? Talk to me, Rio. All of them, dog. All of them got that work, right? All of them. Worthy. I remember Worthy just busting my <laughs> shoes. Busting my I'm just saying Worthy. Just jamming me up. Mid range, face up. I'm just bodied up my He just rolling off me, Ryan, with the beautiful fadeaway. Just wore me out. My boy Mitch, Richmond, Tim Hardaway, just talking mess to me in practice, wearing me out. <laughs> Chris Mullen with the left hand J running me off a hundred screens, just just wet me up. Uh, Glenn Rice, Jamal Mashburn, Jimmy Jacks, the list go on and on, right? It, Michael Jordan, of course. I remember Larry Bird talking mess. I mean, just a lot of heat in the NBA, man. <laughs> it was just a war every night, man. It was just Gary Payton. I mean, Oof. crazy. Eddie Johnson, Ricky Pierce, uh, Kevin Johnson, Dan Mar. I mean, sorry, J.J. Ray. We weren't no plumbers back then, brother. There were no plumbers back then. There were no plumbers back then, G. <laughs> Hey, man, let me hear about Mully. I, I worked with – I didn't work with Mully. I, I played for Mully uh, over when I was in Sacramento. That's one of my favorite guys uh, on the planet. What made Chris Mullins special? You knew Mully from all the way Come back. Come on, man. High school, John's yo. High school. Come on, yo. What made Mully so tough for those – because people forget. People, when they hear about our, our brother, they think, they think Larry Legend. We need to hear about Chris Mullins. What made Mully so tough? And now you have a chance in the pros – to actually play with your brother, you know what? What was Mully like? Yo, man, let me tell you something. There's one rule in New York City back in our day, Ryan. Growing up, it's not the same right now. If yeah, you yeah. can ball, if you can ball, you can go in any hood in New York mm -hmm. City if you want. That's the For respect sure. you got if you were a baller. Mully, he was one of the few white boys. With a bunch of brothers on the squad. And he was the best player on the team, right? With 99% brothers on the squad. And Mully's the best player. Mully can go in any hood in New York City. And not a hair on his head will be touched. Because that left-handed jumper dog was wet since high school. And they know him around the city. When Mully get in that gym ride, he get 30, 40 points on your bus. So... He had the respect in New York. Mully go any hood in New York City and would not a hair be touched on his head because that's how it was in New York. If you were a baller, you had the respect in the city. Nobody messed with you, dog. That's how it was. Mully was a bad boy. Was there a Chris Mullen moment where you where you realized what you just talked to me about or something where you saw, like, yo, Chris Mullen different, dog? Was there a moment where it was like, yo, like, I, I seen this with my own eyes? Two moments when we were up in Chicago. One time in my career, I played 11 years, Fambo, against Michael Jordan. There's one time I won in Chicago. That was with the Warriors that year. 
and Molly and Michael Jordan had a battle that man and Molly oh. won the battle and we won the oh. we won that game that night, but Jordan was special that oh. night too. And when we played in the LA Forum, it was Molly and Magic going at it in the second round. The only game we won oh. is when I hit the free throws. Magic had like forty four, I think Molly had forty two. And the Warriors are happy recipients and they go home one and one. They have home court advantage. And they, despite the fact being out rebounded 49 to 29, defeat the Los Angeles Lakers 125 to 124. And they got to get him. That, that Jay, the net wasn't moving, though, a lot of the time when he made his jumper. Always in great shape. Mully was always the best conditioned guy. You had to always chase him. He's always moving. He may be slow, but he always seems to get open. But he was in great shape and was an amazing shooter. I was just happy that he finally got his just due by making the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I got a Mully moment for you, right? I remember he was on the Dream Team. Remember Mully was on the Dream Team? On the so, McDonald's. He was on the McDonald's deal, that original. Yeah. Yeah, he was on, he was on the one that went over there in 92. So yes. we were together in Golden State. So he's like, Mary, I need like a pickup game somewhere. He was in New York. I was in New York. I said, Mully, that's a little pro-am up there. Up in uh, the Gaucho gym, you want to play? I'm like, yeah, let's go up there and play. When I tell you, this boy went up there and put on a clinic, dog. Molly had 54 points, yo. And sat out in the fourth quarter. The net wasn't Wait, moving. Three quarters? Three quarters, dog. Molly out there just killing these boys. It's like a week before he going over to Barcelona, dog. He was so in tip-top shape, focused. He went out there, dropped 54. I had a little 30 points, though, Rhino. Don't forget about my little 30. For, though. I had a little 30. Sure. Oh. I, had a 30 I had a 30. I had a 30 feet biscuit <laughs> back there. But he had the 54 piece extra spicy that night, right? I'm like, dude, you ready? Y'all going to kill over in the Olympics. He was so ready because he was training all summer, so he needed to play. He said, man, I need somewhere to play. Make sure I'm good. I'm like, dude, you good. You good. You ready, bro? And you see how he dude, went over there. Wow. He went over there with uh. it over there. That's a Molly uh, moment, dog. A 54-piece extra spice he dropped on. And you know, Rio, I, I love how you how you how you brought that full circle. All right, guys, coming up next, we are gonna do, yeah, it's your favorite part of the show, the NBA Rookie Life Film Room. And Mario Ellie is gonna break down some fire plays, man. Listen, some Tari Eason, some heat from Tari Eason, some dream, Elijah Wanna. Yeah, you already know we can't, we can't. I'll tell you right now, the kiss of death is coming up. You're gonna hear something you did not know about one of the greatest shots in NBA history. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Talking about somebody who loves to play um, over in Houston, we're going to step in right now to the NBA Rookie Life film room. We got a young boy named Tari Eason. I want you to break down one of these plays from Tari Eason because as you brought up Mully, Tari to me is a throwback in the sense that this kid loves basketball, dog. And you can see it by the way he plays. He doesn't take a moment for granted. Um, he's going to be in all the pro-ams this summer. Wherever the heat is at, this young boy is going to be everywhere uh, working. I want you to break down one of these plays uh, from Tari Eason because when I saw this play in Rio, I know the analysts – I want a little bit of I want a little bit of New York Mario Ellie with the uh with, with broadcaster Mario Ellie in it. No, no, I don't want broadcaster Mario. I want Coach Mario Ellie. We 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 doing your thing in New York Mario Ellie. We need, we need you to the back to the uh, to the hood with this one, man. But break down this play. You know, run the Rockets off the line and they're still hitting threes. Twenty. Look at Tarisen. Oh, he stole it away from Ben Carroll. If I'm Charlie Easton, I want to make this guy uncomfortable. Paolo is 6'9". As me as a defender, I want to get into the ball. I want to make him comfortable. Look where he's starting the offense, past the three-point line. I like where Charlie is. He's staring him in the eye. LSU, Duke going at it. Way to crowd him. And one thing we, me and Calvin always mentioned mm. in the pre- and post-game was his anticipation and instinct. He's the most instinctive player on our team you know that's why he had 80 80 steals and 40 blocks he has great instinct i like how he attacks the ball who wants it 50 50 ball Tari gets it and with that little louisiana flavor <laughs> you gotta put a little mustard on the hot dog a little windmill nice little windmill to get the bench with the mean mug mm. And most important, Ryan, he went that one seven. You know, that one seven make that dog come out of you. That's where the crowd the ball. 
I know Ryan is hype on the dunk, windmill, boom. Look at the Orlando bench, talk a little mess, get the squad up hype on the sideline. Love it. Love it. Uh, from a from a mentality standpoint, you were one of those guys, you had to guard Jordan. You had to guard Magic. You had to guard the best players. That was your job, Rio. So what's his mentality here? Like, what does this mean for a later pick guy going against the n- numero uno? That's that's number one over there. What What's this mentality here, uh, Rio? This was a huge game for these young guys, and you've been there before against the competition. That's why you play in the NBA, Ryan. You want to play against the best. You want to compete against the best. I don't care if Paolo's number one. I don't care if that's Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. I'm a competitor as well. I want to win. I have a will to win. Uh, I was blessed in my 11-year career to make the playoffs every year. Uh, it's funny, Ryan. I played with the Rockets five years. I'm third all-time in playoff games. Third. Third. Guy who played five years. <laughs> you know? So we were in the playoffs every year. We <laughs> I was a history major. Slow that down. Say that one more time, man. I, I wasn't a math engineer guy. Get, three, I, you said third you, behind Elijah on and Hard. Ellie's number three in playoff games mm. played for the Rockets. So just one little, you know, a little, you know, just there, there, a little chip. So add, add, add that up out there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I wait waving on child, dog. I wait waving on child. So all right, we just broke down the, the future. Let's go back to the past. Let's get in the time machine, Rio. Talk to me since we're here on the NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins um, about a, a rookie, Hakeem Olajuwon. Who was Dream? What was he doing in the NBA at this time? What was his mind? We know the Dream Shake, all that. Was he Dream Shaking at this time? Break down this rookie year, Hakeem Olajuwon. Rio, talk to me, man. He, was, he wasn't Dream Shaking at that time. He was just power dunking, blocking shots, just was super athletic, was just sort of learning the game, was drop-stepping, dunking on the regular on guys with two, three guys, spinning off guys. He did have the nice little spin, but I think he he sort of developed a little spin fadeaway, Jay, as time went on, um, started developing this game. But just super athletic, just a tremendous talent. Um, Nobody questions, you know, he was in the same draft as Jordan, so he was pick one, Jordan was three, so... (laughs) Nobody's questioning that pick at number mm. one, but just an amazing talent. Played bigger than his size, more six ten than seven foot. You've been around him, Ryan. He's, yes, he's more six ten than seven mm. foot, but just uh, was raw back then. Still took the team. Him and Ralph still took that Rocket team to a final, but lost to a great Celtic team with Bird, uh, Parrish, and uh, Mikhail at that front line was tough, but. Just just a, an amazing talent. Houston was fortunate. Probably, the, to me, the greatest greatest athlete, period, to come out of the city of Houston. Uh, I mean, you had greats, Earl Campbell, uh, Roger Clemens. I mean, you had a lot of great athletes, Nolan Ryan. But to me, Akeem Olajuwon, when you talk about Houston, uh, he's number one, in my opinion, as far as athletes. He was used to the physicality, and uh, if we go back to, uh, to the history of, of Houston basketball, Dream got his tutelage from Moses Malone in the in the Fondy Rec Center when they were playing the summer. And uh, Dream got his confidence because he held his own. He said Moses was the MVP at the time, and Dream felt he held his own against the MVP. He said there's not a lot of guys like Moses Malone in college. 
and he was absolutely right. And uh, Dream went and dominated uh, college basketball, but he was still raw, didn't have the moves yet. But once he got to Fondy and started battling against Moses Malone on the regular, he got used to the physicality. That that was the thing that was most impressed about Dream when as a rookie. He was able to take the physicality. You see him, Ryan, spinning off double teams, not laying the ball up. He was he was dunking that thing. <laughs> he was dunking that thing. Them, them blocking shots. Yeah, so he developed that jumper. I mean, it, it's amazing how good he got. You know, he went he went from a power player, like you mentioned, Ryan. He transformed this game to sort of like a finesse big. Face you up, shoot the jumper, shoot the fade on you, jump hook, up and under. That's when he put you on the popcorn machine like he did Dave in 95. I felt bad for Dave. Dave was the MVP at that time. And for for Elijah wanting to dominate the MVP of the league in, in the biggest stage says a lot about how good that man was. All right, Rio, we, we got to stay in the NBA Rookie Life film room. This ain't no rookie moment. This is a big boy moment. But we're not letting you get away without talking about this. I need the inside scoop, though, dog. I need the ins and outs. I need to know what happened before you hit one of the greatest shots, not in Rockets history, in NBA history. What was the moment in the game? What was the feeling? Talk to me about what I don't know about this moment. Let's run the clip. Let's go into the NBA Rookie Life film room. Talk to me, Rio. stake through the heart for a second straight season by the Houston Rockets. We were going to take the last shot, so Phoenix knew that. So I guess they wanted to sort of rush us. So uh, Kenny gets the ball and gets double team in the backcourt, slow it down. Then he finds Robert being the good point guard that he is. So I'm on the floor with two of the 50 greatest players to ever play the game. So they're not going to leave those two guys in flying <laughs> dream. <laughs> So Ains doubles off me in the backcourt, so I space out to the corner in front of our bench. So once Robert got the ball at half court, he spotted me in that far corner. So once I got the ball, Danny Shays was guarding Elijah. He was not leaving Elijah until he saw me about to pull the trigger, but he was a little bit too late. As a shooter, Ryan, you know when it's going in. Everything felt good about this shot. I didn't hesitate. And I knew if I missed, Dream was going to get the rebound. And then once that thing left, look, too late, all net, blue Joe Klein and the Phoenix Suns, <laughs> the kiss of death, a river dirty by vacation, one, two, three, Cancun, Phoenix. Mario Ellie with a three with 7.1 seconds to play. Is that the stake through the heart for a second straight season by the Houston Rockets? Was this your celebration? Did it was it natural at the moment? Was there was there trash talk going on? I mean, this is this is talking about being a road warrior. Where did the kiss come from? Why was that so natural, man? It started in Game Five with me and Joe Klein. We were just blowing kisses at each other, messing with each other every time one of us scores. So that's where it really started. Mm. But but you know what, Ryan? I got the last and most important kiss. See ya, buddy. <laughs> Happy vacation. <laughs> I never dirt you. 
Yeah, we sent them home. Great series. Down 3-1. Heart of a champion, like Rudy said. Just some battle-tested guys. Love being in the bunker hole with my teammates. Just a great group, a resilient group. And um, everybody always made big plays. We had the Constance and Dream and Clyde, but Sam will step up. Robert will step up. Chucky, myself, Kenny. So we had guys sort of support our superstars on different nights. What was this like, too, man? I, I noticed, Kenny, we talked about it earlier, another New York guy you grew up playing with and competing against. He's the first one giving you a hug down there. Play. Talk to me about that relationship, man. That's my guy, man. Uh, we still – we all tight to this day. Uh, just had dinner with Clyde and Carl Herrera the other day. Uh, we said that's a special moment that we share, you know. We brought the first two championships to this great city of Houston. And uh, you see when we walk around, Ryan, you know, man. people know us. And uh, they know Murph, rightfully so. Murph's a legend in this town. This town is rich with basketball history. Yes. I know it's a football town, but, you know, I bleed that mustard and red. You know, you're part of me and you are part of a great organization. Um, and um, I love our Rocket fans. You know, they they love us to death here. They Great fans, great basketball down here in Houston. So, yeah. On that play, too, um, you know, one thing that for, for those those kids who may be watching who don't know this, you naturally floated to that corner in space. Was this something that Rudy T had planned? Did you guys know, hey, is this a trap? You run and jump? Was it natural? Was this a play run? Like, hey, when we see this, 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 and this is happening because the two things that I noticed, there was no hesitation from Rob Horry to swing the ball over to you. This was just moving the ball on, on the flight or taking what the defense gives you. And you talked about not hesitating in the sense of your job was to take those shots where – any other player may have hesitated. You got one of the greatest players, top 10 player all time underneath the basket, and you take this shot and say, I know if I take this shot, it's the right play for him to clean up inside. Talk to me uh, uh, about that moment from some hoop stuff and Rudy T and what you guys had went over or just the chemistry you guys had as teammates at the time. It was chemistry and Reese because we were holding for the last shot because it was yes. under 24 seconds. We wanted to get the last shot. We were either going to win the game or was going to go into overtime. But Phoenix decided, okay, they'll go hold for the last shot. Let's see if we can rush their offense, which they yeah. did. Danny Ains goes back and doubles Kenny, which is makes us rush. Robert, you know, 6'10", makes himself available at half court. And then, you know, Danny Ains is in the backcourt. He's not even in a rush to get back to me. So Robert spots me. There's Dream under the basket. Clyde flashes middle. So both of those guys mm. are guarded. So I spaced to the far corner. So Robert spots me in the far corner, and I'm like, okay. One of my favorite spots, I'm wide open. Shays is not moving because he's not even dreaming. <laughs> so I got a <laughs> yeah. chance to get a good look at the basket, felt comfortable about the shot and confident about it. And once, you know, I got it set and let it go, Shays was a little bit too late on the closeout. And I felt every, everything about that shot felt good. Didn't really want a Kawhi Leonard that it hit the rim three or four times, Ryan. <laughs> I want I wanted it all net. <laughs> it was all net. So once it went all net, turned it to Phoenix bench, blew him the kiss of death. And like you mentioned, Ryan, I was just so caught up in that moment. Yeah. I really didn't feel my teammates on me. I was locked in on Joe Klein after I blew him the kiss of death. If you see the video, <laughs> yes. Sam Sam jumps on me. Chucky, Clyde is just laughing. 
and I'm busy staring at the Phoenix bench. <laughs> and until I sit down, Ryan, I had to collect myself. I'm like, okay, collect yourself. It's a big moment right now. Once I got on the bench, then I sort of, sort of was able to calm down a little bit. Then I started understanding the moment and the situation. Man, that 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 that, that that's huge. And you know, normally, obviously, Clyde and Dream got those accolades. Two two things before we get you out of Deserve here. Deserve it. Did you feel a like? Was there a moment within that, like, dang, the kid who was the last pick who had to go overseas? That, that did you kind of? Get that moment. If we get, I gotta, cause I, I know you remember in Dallas the game where I showed out and had the blocks again. To me, it was like, dang, that that, that dude from that dude who got cut freshman year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you have a little bit of that? No question, Ryan. I mean, that night I was on such a high, and I think about all the work I put in. Me being in the park in the snow with my little dog guys laughing at me like, what you doing out here in the snow shooting baskets with your glove on? I loved it. I had a dream, Brian. I think about that kid in New York riding his bike all over New York, playing two or three games a day, loving the game, passionate about the game, being from Haiti, being a Haitian-American kid, you know, being a Haitian-American kid in New York, growing up in the middle of Manhattan, dreaming, a lot of people don't make it out of New York City. You know, like Frank Sinatra and Jay-Z said, if you can't make it there, you can't make it anywhere. So <laughs> I'm, one, I'm one of the guys who made it out of there. And uh, it, was, it was a blessing to be a part of that moment. And what's most gratifying, Ryan, is just walking around this great city of Houston. Yes. And me, me and people still know who I am. I mean, Man. that is, I'm not a superstar. I'm not Jordan. I'm not Elijah. I'm not Clyde. I'm the ultimate role player. And I tell all the guys out there, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with being. Ask Bruce Bowen. You know, ask you Donis Haslam. These guys, you know, role play. Ain't nothing wrong being a role player. These guys had amazing careers. And I'm blessed. You know, I had an amazing career. Being able to say I made it all 11 years in the playoffs. I'm playing 116 playoff games. Being third on the rocket list in playoff games played only playing five years here. So that says a lot. Like you said, Ryan, seventh round pick, 160th pick, second to the last pick in the draft. If you have dreams, people, believe in them. Believe in them. As you've seen every bit of the NBA, every bit of life, you know, I can imagine. I love soaking up the game from you. I, we, look, we could do this all day, OG. You know you know this. Um, what message would you have for that 21-year-old uh, Mario Ellie, who wasn't good enough at that time, if you could give a message back to your younger self uh, before we get out of here, what, what what would that be? I would not change the path. Uh, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I needed to work. And uh, uh, getting a chance to play, Ryan, to see the world. The world is beautiful. Overseas is beautiful. The people over there are beautiful. The food, the cultures over there. Being able to play and get paid to doing something you love to do. And then having in the back of your mind, I got to still work. You know, I'm here overseas, so the time we're not playing, I was in the gym, right, shooting, working on my ball handling, getting stronger. That's what overseas enabled me to do. We'll play once a week, a cup game maybe. We play twice a week. But the rest of the time, them guys over there really like to work. Yeah. And I really enjoyed being overseas because they taught me to really, really work, man. I was in the gym with those guys, man. We love to play. We love to work. 
And then, then when I felt I was ready uh, to, to, to give Bambi a shot, I was ready to go because of my yes. overseas experience. Them guys helped me to work, taught me how to work. So when I got to the league, I felt I was ready. So believe in your dreams. Put put in that work. While you're not around your coach, what are you doing? You need to be in that gym. That's where you need to be. Man, great stuff there, Rio. Um, where can we support you? NBA Rookie Life, we appreciate you taking time and coming out. And just beyond this, you rocking with me, Rio. Um, where can we support you? The people who are here listening, where can they check you out? Where can they see you? Are there any organizations that you're behind that, you know, the people can go support and show some love to? Just just holler at me at Twitter One, and I'm on my Instagram. I love my fans. I love interacting with the real Rocket fans, the real yes. hoop heads like yes. yourself, right? <laughs> me and you are always on the Twitter with the fans. Yes. Love the questions. I'm 3-1 this weekend. I, I lost with the Pels last night. I picked the Bulls. <laughs> I picked my two winners the night before. Real excited about the playoffs. Holler at me on the Twitter and Instagram. Let's talk Rocket basketball. Let's talk about the playoffs, uh, all that good stuff, man. You know, me and you are junkies, right? We Fish live and up. die this stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Well, a, a pleasure, Rio. I uh, can't say enough, man. We'll, we'll be seeing you. I'll be bugging you soon, texting you, hitting you on the Twitter, man. But uh, my brother, seriously, thank you again for everything you've done, just not for me and my career, but you're still doing. And uh, thank you for blessing the show, man. Well, tell everybody, Ryan, we're not just friends. Me and you are brothers, man. Absolutely. We're not just friends. We're brothers. Sure. So enjoy working with you, brother. Keep up the great, great work you're doing, my man. Again, man, one of my favorite episodes. Much love to Mario Ellie. Uh, first impact overall on the game of basketball from, from high school to college as, as a player, as a coach, and now broadcasting and still showing love on a major level but guys if you like what you saw if you appreciate it you just rock with rio rock with myself make sure you, you, you rate you like you subscribe tell your auntie your uncle your cousins whoever about the show man we want to keep doing some amazing things and hey you know what guys who would you like to see on nba rookie life with brian hollins man shoot us some some tweets or some messages and we'll see if we can't get them on the show to lock them in anyways love you guys we cannot do it without you we'll talk soon see you next week Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.